Anatomy of the face. The most anterior region of the head is the face. The human face is a unique aspect of each individual. The face contains many structures that contribute to the display of emotions, feeding, seeing, smelling, and communicating. One of the most distinguishing qualities of the face is that it is used for personal identity from person to person. Identity is essential since the lack of face is usually the first aspect of a human that is noticeable during encounters with other individuals. Structure and function. The anatomy of the face can be divided into three main regions, upper face, middle face, and lower face. The entire face is covered by skin superficially, while the deep anatomy contains muscles, fat pads, nerves, vessels, and bones. Upper face. The region that is considered the upper face starts with the hairline superiorly and ends just under the lower eyelid. The lateral bodies of the borders of the upper face terminate around the temporal region. The upper face region contains the forehead, eyes, and temporal region. Forehead. The forehead is the superior region of the upper face region. The, superior, the superficial layer of the forehead is made up of skin. Deeper to the skin of the forehead is the fat pads. The central forehead fat pad is the center of the forehead. Laterally to the central forehead pad is the middle forehead fat pad. The middle forehead fat pad is superior to the orbits. The fat pad that makes up most of the lateral region of the upper face is the lateral temporal fat pad. The lateral temporal fat pad overlies the temporal regions and spans inferiorly to the angle of the mandible. The bony structure of the forehead is made of the frontal bone predominantly, while the lateral region of the upper face that corresponds to the temporal part forms the temporal and sphenoid bone. Eyes. The eyes situate in the orbital sockets in the upper face region. The skin that is directly superior to the orbit is also the region where the eyebrows are found. Surrounding and covering the eyes are the eyelids. The eyelids divide into the upper and lower eyelids. At the edges of the eyelids are the eyelashes. The eyelids cover and pro provide eyes with protection. Deep to the skin over the eye region are fat pads. The superior fat pad is superior to the orbit but inferior to the eyebrows, while the inferior orbital pad is inferior to the orbit and contributes to the fullness in the superior cheek region. Laterally to each orbit, a lateral orbital fat pad. Middle face. The middle face starts superior at the lower eyelid and spans inferior terminating just above the upper lip. The eyes enclose the lateral borders of the central face. The central face region contains the nose, cheeks, and ears. Nose. The nose is midline structure that protrudes from the face. The protuberance is made from cartilage predominantly, but the base of the nose is made from nasal bones. The nose is covered with skin superficially and has no underlying fat pads. The bony part of the nose has the nastrellus muscle on top of it. Cheeks are lateral to the nose. The cheeks are covered with skin superficially but deep to the skin. The cheeks contain, contain a lot of fat pads. The most medial fat pad is the cheek region that demarcates the nose from the cheek. Is the nasolabial cheek pad. Just lateral to the middle cheek fat is the superficial medial cheek fat. The superficial medial cheek fat is directly inferior to the inferior orbital fat pad. More laterally, the middle cheek pad is lateral to the superficial fat pad. The superficial uh, cheek fat pad meets the inferior extension of the lateral temporal fat pad. The cheek region is also contains the buccal fat pad that overlies the buccal muscle. The bony structure that makes up the cheek region is called the maxilla bone.
ears. The lateral structures that outline the middle face region are ears. The ears are made from cartilage and function to funnel sound. The ears have three muscles that act on it. The muscles that act on the ears are the auricular muscle, anterior, posterior, and superior. The auricular muscles originate from the galea aponeurosis muscles and inserts into the helix and pinna of the ear. The action of the auricular muscles is to wiggle the ears. The bone structure that allows for the ear to protrude is from the temporal bone. Lower face. The lower face starts superiorly at the upper lip and ends inferiorly at the lower border of the chin. The lateral border of the lower face is made up of the angle of the mandible. The lower face region contains lips, chin, and jaws. Lips. In the lower region, the lips are the most noticeable structures in the area. The lips divide into the upper and lower lips. The function of the lips is for the articulation of speech, eating, kissing, and sensory structures. The obicularis oris muscle surrounds the lips. The obicularis oris muscle is a sphincter muscle that originates from the mandible and maxilla that inserts into the skin of the lips. The action of the obicularis oris muscle is to alter the shapes of the lips for eating, speaking, kissing, and more. In the lower face region, the rosorius muscle inserts into the modiculus at the angle of the mouth but originates at the parotid, parotid fascia. The action of the rosorius muscle is to pull the angles of the mouth back. Most of the muscles in the lower face region will act predominantly on the lower lip. The medial region of the lower lip has two sets of paired muscles. These muscles are the mentalis and the depressor labii inferioris muscles. The mentalis muscle originates from the anterior mandible and inserts into the chin. The action of the mentalis muscle is to protrude from the lower lip, elevate, and wrinkle the skin of the jaw, while the depressor labii inferioris muscle originates from the mandible and inserts into the lower lip. The action of the depressor labii inferioris muscle is to depress the lips. At the angle of the mouth, the depressor anguli oris muscle lies. The depressor anguli oris muscle originates from the tubercle of the mouth and inserts into the modulus of the mouth. The action of the depressor anguli oris muscle is to depress the angle of the mouth. The bony structure of the lips are made from the maxilla, maxilla super, superiorly and the mandible, mandible inferiorly. The bony structure of the lips are made from the maxilla superiorly and the man, mandible inferiorly. Chin and jaw. The chin is called the mental protuberance. The structure appears to the midline of the mandible. The chin has a pre-mental fat pad that is close to the tip of the chin, while the jaw and jawline form from the lateral portions of the mandible. The jawline has an inferior jowl fat pad and just lateral to the premental fat pad. There's a fat pad superior to the inferior jaw pad, and it's called the superior jowl fat pad. The lower border of the chin and jawline have platysmal muscle. The platysmal muscle is superior muscle that originates from the intraclavicular and supraventricular regions that inserts into the mandible, cheek, and mouth. The action of the platysmal muscle is to depress the corners of the mouth and pull the neck superiorly. The platysmal muscle also acts as protective muscular layer for vital structures such as the trachea, esophagus, carotid arteries, jugular veins, and, and nerves that are beneath the platysmal muscle. Blood supply and lymphatics. 
The primary blood supply to the face derives from the external carotid artery and branches of the external carotid artery. As the common carotid artery ascends cranially, it branches into the interior, internal and external carotid arteries. The external carotid artery further branches into the superior thyroid, lingual, facial, ascending, pharyngeal, occipital, posterior, auricular, maxillary, and superficial temporary temporal arteries. The facial, superficial, temporal, and maxillary arteries are the main vessels that will provide perfusion to the face. The superficial, temporal artery travels from the temporal and forehead region. The superficial, temporal artery perfuses the structures mainly in the temporal and forehead territories. The facial artery is responsible for perfusing the majority of the face. The facial artery travels toward the nose and lips, while the maxillary artery provides some perfusion to the cheek region. The maxillary artery travels toward the deep structures and perfusing the deep facial structures. As for the venous drainage, the face drains the majority of venous blood via the facial vein. The facial vein eventually drains blood back into the internal jugular vein. The lymphatic drainage of the face is dependent upon the location of the face. The nasal region contains facial lymph nodes, while the region closer to the ears and angle of the mandible contain preocular lymph nodes. The lymph in the face tends to drain submental, submandibular, and cer cervical lymph nodes, depending upon which is closer. The right side of the face will eventually drain into the right lymphatic duct, while the left side of the face will drain into the thoracic duct while the right main lymphatic duct and the thoracic duct then drain back into the central circulation. Nerves. The face has two main innervations. The nerves that innervate the face are cranial nerves. The facial nerve is responsible for the innervation of the muscles that participate in facial expression. The facial nerve penetrates through the parotid gland and then branches into five nerves, temporal, zygomatic, buccal, marginal, mandibular, and posterior cervical nerve. The temporal branch of the facial of the facial nerve travels toward the temporal and forehead region. The zygomatic branch of the facial nerve travels along the zygoma and cheek region. The buccal branch of the facial nerve travels toward the buccal region. The marginal mandibular branch of the facial nerve travels towards the mandible. Lastly, the posterior cervical branch of the Facial nerve travels toward the cervical region. These nerve branches provide motor innervation to the facial muscles that are near their corresponding paths or territories. As for the sensory innervation of the face, the trigeminal nerve proves the sensory innervation of the face. The trigeminal nerve branches into three nerve branches. These branches are ophthalmic, maxillary, and mandibular nerves. The ophthalmic nerve travels toward the forehead and provides sensory to the forehead and eye region. The maxillary nerve travels toward the maxillar bone and provides innervation of, to the cheek and nose. The mandibular nerve travels with the mandible and provides sensory innervation of the jaw and lips. The trigeminal nerve also innervates the masseter muscle that contributes to the fullness of the cheeks. The eyes also receive additional innervation from the optic, oculomotor, trochlear, trigeminal abducens, and facial nerves. The nose also receives special sensory innervation from the olfactory nerve. Lastly, the ears funnel sound and convert it into audible sound via the vestib vestibulocochlear nerve.